I will be interviewing TikToker Brandon from the TikTok account Happiness Hacks. We talk a lot about personal development. He talks about what he has went through in his past, how he overcame that, and the purpose of his TikTok account. After you listen to this episode, I hope you feel just as motivated to get up and work on yourself because no human is ever finished on growing. Hope you enjoy. What up, y'all? Welcome back to Mentally a Badass. My name is Justine, and I have Brandon. He is a TikTok creator from Happiness Hacks, and today he is going to be talking a little bit about his story and then also providing us with very valuable information on happiness. So thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Justine, thank you for that, and thank you for having me. Okay, are you ready? So let's first, like we started all of these episodes, let's dig deep into <laughs> to your past or the reasoning of what, what brings you to what you do today. So if you have like a little backstory, I would love to hear it. And like as I would like to say, like if whatever makes you comfortable that you want to share onto my podcast, just want to put that on the table. Perfect. Thank you. All right. So where do I even start? <laughs> um, There's like... There's been multiple books and multiple chapters and multiple stories in my life and in my journey and how I stumbled upon Happiness Hacks, how I've created Happiness Hacks. So where do I even begin? Um, basically, I've been creating content since 20, 2019. And in order to grow onto in order to grow your platform on content, you have to provide one of these three things. You have to either provide entertainment value, educational value, or inspirational value. Mm -hmm. And I started off um, doing public interviews and vlogging my life, vlogging my everyday life, vlogging my journey. However, though, in order to grow, like I said, you kind of have to follow a formula. You have to create your own niche so then you can rinse and repeat that process. And you want to be known for one thing. You want to be, I'm the blank guy, right? Mm -hmm. So then I was like, what can I talk effortlessly and provide value? And it ended up coming with, I want to do something with like life hacks and basically the four pillars to the good life are health, wealth, love, and happiness. And I was like, what can I talk, what am I, do I, do I have expertise in and what can I talk effortlessly forever on? And out of the four pillars, I think it's happiness because I've lived a lot of life. I've been up, I've been down, I've won a lot, I lost a lot and I have an abundance of happiness right now. And I wanted to share my story, what I've learned with people and, and inspire other people to pick their, themselves up from their bootstraps and, and keep moving. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So on my podcast, I would definitely, basically a big thing on my podcast would be a lot of being relatable. Yes. So is there, like you did say that you had a lot of ups and downs. Um, are you able to describe a time when it was, when it was a down and then basically that inspires you to you know make an impact um in the world yeah so now kind of going back to that a little bit about my story um really where where it wasn't so much my demons but i when i lost in life when i took the l was in college now in high school i had a lot going for me i was captain of the football team i was class president um my 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 peers voted me best personality in high school. So I had a lot going for me. Then I go to this college. It's called Bates College. It's a NESCAC school. It's also referred to as a little Ivy League. So I go to this very competitive school and everything that could go wrong 
went wrong. The culture there was a culture shock. It, um, there's a lot of wealthy people, and that necessarily isn't me. A lot of people were sizing each other up, just every conversation. I played on the football team, and uh, it wasn't necessarily my my core my core right there. I dealt with a lot of death. A lot of close people to me um, perished, RIP to those people. And um, what really did me in, a lot of people, a lot of backstabbing. But what really did me in was the weather. Was The doctor said I suffered from seasonal defect disorder or seasonal mm-hmm. depression, some people call it. And that's where I had such a, such a rough time. However, though, pressure busts pipes and pressure builds diamonds and through all that all those ups and downs i've learned to i've learned the formula for happiness hacks oh okay um so i mean i totally understand like with the whole seasonal depression thing i like grew up in new jersey and i it was i didn't hate the seasons um where are you where are you located out of curiosity i'm actually in norwalk ct north connecticut oh okay all right i see Okay. Um, so yeah, so you said that you went through a pretty rough time in college. How was your life post-college? Post-college? Um, after college? Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So um, in college, right, um, my freshman year, I had a really difficult time. And then my sophomore year, this is where I kind of really developed into um, my entrepreneurial roots. Mm-hmm. So... The party scene was really bad, and I, I, I just was not engaged in with it. And I had this, I had my best friend, I had this idea, I said, what do all college kids want? What do all kids, college kids want on a Friday, Saturday night? They're all drunk, and they want food. So I created this grilled cheese delivery business by taking mm. bread and cheese out of the dining hall, and we <laughs> started selling it, and we blew up instantly. We blew up overnight. However, though, I was spending all this time on this business and I wasn't going to class. And I eventually took the bet on myself and I ended up leaving school. So Mm -hmm. I left school. And then this is also still I was in that gray zone of kind of like was really I had low self-esteem. I was down on myself. And so I was working two jobs as a busboy at a restaurant and as a lot attendant at a car dealership. And this is where I talked about where I was creating content. This is around 2019 because I understood the, the, um, the value of the Internet. And if you can share your story, mm-hmm. there's, a lot, there's a lot of opportunities out there. So I, I've logged my life and now I work at Lax.com. I work for I'm a uh, content creator, vlog host. I, I do the social media for this for in the lacrosse industry. And mm-hmm. I was just in the right place at the right time. Mm hmm. And they were looking for a content creator. I showed them my stuff, and I got the job. So now, like I said, I'm, I'm a content host. So I go out to lacrosse events, to lacrosse college games, pro games, youth games, and I make vlogs. I'm a vlogger. That's so amazing. things are going pretty good right now. So you are exactly someone that needs to enter my life. Because <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously, the reason I say that is because they say to be friends with people Friends with people who are doing what you want to be doing. You know what I mean? And some of my audience, they know I've done YouTube since I started YouTube in 2016. I still, the YouTube channel is still up there, but I just had to put in the back burner just for like other things going on in my life. But my dream is to be a content creator. 
And that's what I truly love doing. Have you ever been to like VidCon or Playlist Live by any chance? Uh, I actually do um, want to go to VidCon, mm-hmm. but I think when I wanted to go, then the whole pandemic. So I actually, I do yeah. want to go, but I have not. It's amazing. I went once and it was phenomenal and I totally like want to go again. I just feel like I need to get back in that that YouTube world. I, I love it. I need to check out your vlogs. And you are being like as a country and you are being very successful on TikTok. I mean, you have like 18,000 followers. Like, look at you. How does that feel? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, well, one, thank you for that. And it's a double edged sword. So right now, um, I, I try to find time to pat myself on the back that I mm-hmm. did create that. However, though, you know, the job's not over. I do want to at least reach my, my goal. My lofty goal by the end of the year is 100,000, but I think realistically or more attainable, I can hit 20,000. I want to hit 1 million. And my goal every day I wrote, I write down is to reach and serve 1 million people, you know, by, by my life and kind of going back to what you said before, um, about just being connected and we're both like-minded where we have the same ambition. And that's one of the reasons why I really wanted to come out onto your podcast And one thing about happiness, there's many different ingredients to the recipe of happiness. Mm -hmm. And one of them is social circle. You are Mm -hmm. the average of your five closest friends. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are jealous of you. There's a lot of people who are waiting for your downfall. And being around the right people who share the same values as you is like, I would say, like 70 to 80 percent to personal fulfillment and happiness is being around being around people who care for you and support you because our brains have the same genetics and the same dna as our ancestors ten thousand years ago Mm -hmm. and humans are so tribal and that's why humans are tribal and social and we're we're meant to be around we're supposed to be around people we're meant to be around people so that's Mm -hmm. why it's really important to be around people who are like you yeah no, 100%. I completely agree with that. I feel like definitely the people who you hang out with has a huge impact. And, you know, when I talk about the whole, like, you are the you are the five people you hang out with, I've actually have come across a lot of people who never heard that saying before. Wow. I actually recently, like, when I would just talk to people and I'm like, oh, you never heard of that saying? They're like, no. And I'm like, really? And then I just explain to them what it is. It's like, it, it truly... The, the most people you spend your time with, like everybody is different and unique. And I feel like a friendship is not just let's go hang out and to the bar. Or let's do this and that. Like choosing your friends, like you're helping to grow each other. Like you're pretty much like if I hang out with somebody who wants to have a podcast, for example, and then I inspire them and then they learn and then they grow. And then if I hang out with someone like you, who's a successful content creator, I learn from you and I, we, you know, you know, you know what I mean? I feel like we, I feel like humans who are, when they're friends, like they give value, they're supposed to give value. If you're not, if they're not giving you value, then what is this relationship? You know what I mean? That's what I truly believe in. Um, What's your take on personal development? Personal development is a self duty, not only for you, Mm -hmm. but to society too, because you need like, you need to help push the needle for everyone's better well-being. So it's definitely not only it's a duty to you, but it's a duty for everyone. Personal development. Now, for me, um, I do a few things. One, how to, to really kind of get momentum. It's really hard 
to start with pe- personal development. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have no mental, and I, I've been there before. I remember like right when I left college, I was like, okay, like I, I need to start this business. I need to get back in the gym. I need to do this. And I would sit down in my chair and procrastinate for two or three hours, just like looking at my phone, like just doing everything that I wasn't supposed to do just to procrastinate. So it's really hard to build momentum. And one thing that's really important to um, have a good sense of personal development is routines. Mm -hmm. Start a routine in your day. I have a night routine and I have a morning routine. Mm -hmm. So in my night routine, and this is actually what I do in here, is a key key proponent to happiness is affirmation and gratitude. Actually, Mm -hmm. the the antidote I say, the antidote to depression is gratitude. When you focus on what you do have, rather than what you don't have, you appreciate all the things and you get that sense of joy and contentment. Mm-hmm. So every night, I start off every night, I journal down. I've been journaling down since like 2018, 2018. And one thing I like about this is I'm writing my own personal story every day. So I kind of, I recap the day. Mm-hmm. I write down my law of attraction, what I want to attract into this life. Mm-hmm. I write down what I'm grateful for. And then I write down, I kind of write down, it's a, it's a goal and an affirmation um kind of intertwined with one another so like i would write you know i i'm happy and grateful i have served one million people through my content so it's a goal and an mm-hmm. affirmation and i do that every single day so before mm-hmm. i go to bed because another thing when i've been down in the dumps one of the worst times of my life was laying in bed and not going to be able to not being able to sleep because i was so anxious mm-hmm. and journaling down what i'm grateful for that was able to kind of quiet down my mind Mm-hmm. So then I go to bed, I wake up at 5.40 every day, then I go to the gym, I hop on the treadmill, I do hit high intensity in- interval training, so I'll uh, turn the treadmill all the way up to the, the highest notch, I'll sprint for 10 or 30 seconds, rest for 30 seconds, do that for 10 reps, and then I kind of have my routine, I come home, um, then I will take a cold shower, do what is hard, life will be easy, do what mm-hmm. is easy, life will be hard. So after mm-hmm. I take a cold shower, then I journal again. And I and what I've been doing is kind of like I've been writing down like, who am I? Right. So I write down mm-hmm. who I am to build up that confidence and that esteem. Then I'll journal down like, what am I working for? What am I working towards to keep my goal in mind? And then I'll write down more gratitudes and then I'll meditate for 10 minutes because that's another proponent to happiness is is mm-hmm. collecting your thoughts and being able to quiet down your mind quiet 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 down your fears and your anxiety and then i go to work and just having a routine you could have a bad day but if you do your routine you get one percent better every single day and it's little mm-hmm. little happiness hacks like that that lead to an over what overall better personal development yeah no i honestly completely agree with you on that and i'm like listening to your routine and I try to, you know, I, I for me, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not a morning person. Like I try, I want to live that kind of life waking up at like five in the morning and then going to the gym. I mean, I do go to the gym, but I found myself going at night. I feel like I, I feel like I have more of my energy at night. Um, but I, I'm I am definitely getting back into the gym about a couple of years ago. And I was like, OK, I was like maybe it was like five years ago. I was a huge gym person and I didn't go at like five in the morning. And I, I don't know. I'm like still working on getting to that kind of life. And I think we need to focus more on routine and like me listening to this. And then also anyone, everyone listening to this as well. It really motivates 
someone to do what you're doing because you know every people want to be happy and just listening to what other people are doing that and making them happy is going to inspire them to do the same thing and that's how we make this world a better place <laughs> um so question so what so for your happiness hacks would you like to share another one yeah so first off what is a happiness hack a happiness hack is a mind alteration that brings in the flow of happiness yeah so, so let me so my whole channel on TikTok is happiness hacks. Mm-hmm. Now, everyone wants to be happy and everyone wants the short, easy way, the path of list, uh, uh, the path of least resistance. So I've coined this term happiness hacks. And what a happiness hack is, is a mind alteration that brings in the flow of happiness. So mm-hmm. um, I kind of and kind of what I do is first I will pose a hook or a question and then I will drop upon my own personal experience and then I will leave the lesson. So um, this is one happiness act, right? I said, everyone wants to be validated on social media with likes. However, though, what has happened in my personal life is you do get those likes, but you bring about a lot of unwanted attention and you get a lot of people in your business that you don't necessarily want. So a happiness act is to date in private, make money in private and move in private. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I think privacy is a huge key. And as I get older, it definitely is one thing. And one thing why I've kind of strayed away from, um, from uh, vlogging, vlogging my life is because yes, I want to share my life. However, though, like I said, you get a lot of people who um, you get a lot of nosy people, a lot of people kind of, aren't necessarily there to support you, but kind of more so um, in are, are envious and jealous of you and kind of waiting for your downfall. And people people out there are waiting for their downfalls. And for all the people out there who are listening, right? If you don't have any haters, you're doing something wrong. People yeah. will throw shade on your name because they have coping mechanisms on why you're at the top and they're not up there with you. Yeah, I believe on that. How do you, so since you have a big audience on TikTok, have you received like a lot of hate? I know on TikToks, literally a TikTok is like a, it's interesting. Some people on there so, <laughs> with the comment section. Yeah, no, actually I've been, I was on TikTok early, like 20, 2019. And there were some really, like there were some things I saw on TikTok. I'm like, there's no way this on it. However, though, this is another happiness hack. I have received maybe like, I think on the aggregate, I've been viewed like maybe like half a million times and I've maybe gotten like two, like two negative comments. And -hmm. the thing about me is because my message is about the collective. It's about promoting other people Mm -hmm. and just do and wellness. So I attract a lot of good people. So I've been fortunate about that. And I think too, as I just said, if you don't have any haters, you're doing something wrong. But also, too, if you have a if you have a wholesome message, you will attract the right people. Mm-hmm. Now, um, f- people who receive hate, you got like you got to understand um, on my on my um, lacrosse page, I've received like some hate. Now, you got to have empathy for those people because pe- the real way to do it is have empathy because the people who are throwing hate are the people who hate their own existence. Mm-hmm. And also, too, like my friend and I were talking about this yesterday. So one person, um, 
one person like I don't he he like trolled me on my lacrosse account and it wasn't even his own personal profile. So I call these mental units. So he won. He had a log out of his his mental or he had a log out of his personal Instagram. He had a log into this stand account. Then he had a type of message. Then he had a press send. So he's wasting like upwards of five to ten mental units on me. So I'm living rent free in his head. Mm-hmm. And you just got to understand, like these people, like they it, people hatred comes from people who hate their own existence. So I think the real thing to do is just have empathy for those people because it's like, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your demons are mm-hmm. taking over you right now. Yeah, no, 100 percent. Like I I look at so when I go to my for you page and I look at the comments and just a lot of like I, I see I, I just see like so much negativity and like all these tiktokers who are who got like you know really big like like charlie d'amelio who has like 140 million she has like so much hate and i was i watched her um reality show because i was just you know very curious and they basically showed like how it feels to have like all of that and it's like they didn't deserve that they didn't do anything wrong they just blew up that's all they did like the thing is because people are just jealous that she blew up out of nowhere. And I think that Charlie's pretty talented. I don't think that there is like no reason. Like she has a lot of talent and I felt like I was watching the show and I felt horrible. Cause they, they were talking more in depth versus like, you know, just what you can say like on a clip on TikTok. And it's honestly, you're right because the people who are giving so much hate to Charlie and Dixie and everything that they're doing is because they're not on, on their level and they're jealous. And you're like people out there just like that. Like for me, like if I, when I saw that, I mean, I think it's definitely very unique, but I'm like, I would, I would not, I would not hate on her. Like she's, it's like the poor, like she seems like a very sweet girl. And if it happened to anybody, I'm glad that it happened to someone who, you know, is really down to earth. And I feel like she's used her fame to do positive things. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, that's I, I like I do talk a lot about that because I just I feel bad for these like these people who literally don't do anything but just exist and people are hating on their existence <laughs> because they got big, you know. One hundred percent. Side note: Shout out to the Demilios. They give me so much inspiration. Yeah, from- I like watching them, and a lot of people. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm glad that you feel like that too because a lot of people don't understand they're like why why do we watch them like what's the point like this i'm like i don't know like they are good vibes and despite of how they got there it's good energy 100 percent. the thing too about people like when i like going back to people like hatred comes from people who hate their own existence it takes more it consumes more energy to throw hate than to just swipe up like if you don't like what they're doing or not just anyone in general if you see someone on social media and you just don't enjoy their their stuff, swipe. Just keep swiping. You'll find a video that you do enjoy. But this yeah. is also one thing I did. I did watch like a few episodes of uh, the Demilio family on on Hulu. And for anyone who is aspiring to be a content creator, anyone who wants to be famous, there is a dark side of fame. And definitely, so th- I learned th- from that show. Exactly, there's a dark side of fame. So um, I think that's a very valuable lesson. We do look at these people and um, they're celebrities, they're demigods, but, you know, they have mental health problems just like just like everyone. And the thing about mental health and when 
you're feeling down, there's no off button. You can't just switch. You can't just Mm -hmm. like press an off button and stop having those feelings. So I think we all just need empathy and let's just be kind. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. And like, honestly, when I, when you said that there is a dark part of fame, like a hundred percent, like when I was watching that show, they were so open, so open about what they're feeling. And I think that the show was super valid because it showed because like sometimes with some people when they get famous it can kind of get to their head but I feel like with them since they're so new at it they were talking to pretty much the world on how much pressure and how scary it can be when I was watching that I was like I don't want to be famous like that like I would feel very trapped and like Charlie was crying because she would hate to leave the house because she was scared of what the paparazzi was going to what's kind of story that they were going to make to put online so she can get more hate. And so she just didn't want like the poor girl, 16 year old was scared to leave her own house. Like, yeah, she has wow. like a big mansion. Yeah. I was like, it was like towards like middle to the end, but she, she was, she said that she doesn't like to leave the house and that's why she stays in because, you know, she's very famous and she can be spotted, like just literally leaving the house and she, you know, she has no privacy and when you know what I really hate is when people think that celebrities don't deserve privacy and how on, on TikTok there's like, well, they signed up for this. But I'd be like, they still just like they're human beings. Like they still deserve to have privacy, not just someone like coming up to you at the grocery store and like like a crowd around you. You know what I mean? It's just being respectful of other people's space. And so now since Charlie got extremely huge. She is also never going to experience, you know, the rest of her high school year as like normal. And she's also it's like she can't she has to choose her friends wisely because she even talked about how like people would use her for, you know, to get famous and stuff. So she's kind of in a position where it's really hard for her to have genuine friends and people are always watching, waiting for her to slip up because people are waiting. Like you were saying, there's people out there who are waiting for her to have her downfall. And I feel like honestly so bad for this girl. When I was watching that show, I'm like, I do not want that life. Like she, yeah, she has like millions of dollars and living in a mansion, but like she has all the materialistic stuff, but she doesn't have the privacy as a, as an average person anymore. And she's probably never going to again, unless she like, I don't know, I guess she has to just, she has to pretty much stop and quit. But she discussed in the show that she doesn't want to quit because she feels a lot of pressure on her. Because if she quits doing social media, her whole team loses their job. And she mentioned that. And that's why she's like, I just don't feel like I want to quit because I don't want people to I don't want people to get to me to make me quit. And also, like, a lot of people are counting on me, you know, for income. So it's very mature for her to think like that, too, by the way. Just thought of that. Yeah, and I think just the lesson too is, you know, let's just be kind. Like even though Yeah, it's not hard. Like it's really not hard. Yeah, let's just be kind. Let's be kind. I think if everyone <laughs> was like, hey, let's just let's just be kind and have the attitude, like there'd be a lot less hate, a lot of less problems. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And one thing that like what you're speaking it reminded me of um one thing about happiness and attracting happiness and bringing the flow of happiness into your life. Is also knowing who is going to drain your happiness. Mm-hmm. And there's four enemies that we face in our life. It's you versus them. So mm-hmm. the, right, the first one, there's a competition, right? There's a winner and there's a loser. 
there's you versus the environment. This is mother nature, right? There's a tornado, a hurricane, your house just got blown away. Then most people resonate with the third enemy. It is you versus you. Right now, the fourth enemy that I, for me, for the most part, my fourth enemy is me versus time. And where I'm kind of in my journey and trying to stay balanced is I'm 23 years old. I want to do everything in my 20s I can only do when I'm in my 20s. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at and just a little bit about. So, right, you versus you. Now, the, the happiness hack for – no, the happiness hack for you versus them is why make an enemy when I can make a friend? So mm-hmm. for me, in my, in my journey, right, if I see someone who's like – on the same level as me, who's just as talented, has my the same skill set, I'm going to go out and I'm going to reach out and I'm going to try to be friends with them. I'm going to try to make them a, an ally, a teammate, bring them into my network. Because like I said, why make an enemy when I can make a friend? Yeah. Now, you versus the environment. Mother nature always wins. Now, <laughs> she's not looking to destroy you, but you can get caught in the right place at the right time or the right place. You can get caught in the wrong place at the wrong time. So this is really just, you know, just pray, pray be, um, and be a good person. And, you know, good things will come. And she's not going to try to she's not going to be after you. Some people do get caught in the wrong place at the wrong time. But really just pray and the environment will look out after you. Mm-hmm. And then you versus you. This is where I needed to lose. I needed to lose. I needed to take the fat L to identify <laughs> where I was weak. And then, yeah. like I said, as I shared a little bit about my story about losing friends, um, not fitting in, um, Mother Nature was against me. Like I said, pressure busts pipes and pressure builds diamonds. So I really developed a backbone of steel. I really developed self-awareness. So now I will never, um, I will never like be low again because I do know, I know how to bring myself up. And one, another happiness hack is know how to promote yourself, know how to build yourself up, mm-hmm. know how to um, just praise yourself. And, and it's a very important thing. There's a there's a line between cockiness and confidence, but it's really yeah. important to, um, you know, love yourself. Look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you're amazing. Tell yourself you're beautiful. Tell yourself that you can do anything because there's nothing wrong with looking out for yourself first and taking care of yourself. And then, like I said, right now, for I'm, I'm in me versus time. Yeah, I, I honestly they they say too like at the end of the day like you you're your own worst enemy so just make friends with yourself and mm-hmm. it's all about like you know loving yourself and and self awareness is huge. I feel like there's only some people that I know in my life that have that self awareness that you are like sometimes when I have like my moments like actually today I was not feeling that great this morning I realized that and when I have in those like moments I always say to myself you know I feel okay I struggle with like depression and stuff um and like bipolar so like when I'm in like one of like the downs I'm feeling like a lot of the clouds in my brain and like a heavy weight so this morning I felt like that and but thing is I know I have that happens to me when I'm triggered and to this morning, I was triggered by certain things. And I recognize, okay, I just got a trigger. I, okay, now my emotions are feeling like this. Okay, I'm going into that hole. But instead of going to that hole, I'm like, okay, got to get up, got to go, you know, I'm going to go outside, you know, to mother nature, I'm going to read a good, a good book, because that helps me a lot. 
I'm going to drink my nice, a nice coffee. And I know what makes me, what gets me out of that is really a big thing is coffee. Like well, I mean, <laughs> coffee, coffee, nice a, cup of Joe. <laughs> you know, they say like more espresso, less depresso. Ah, I love it. I love, I love that saying. Yes. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I truly believe that. But also like coffee naturally helps people who are depressed because it like, I, I, I don't know, stimulates you or no. Yeah, sure. I think that's what it was. There's yeah, some scientific, it's a stimulant. So it like, for people who are depressed, like they're just kind of like, they, they need, their brain needs to like stimulate. And they're like, okay. Um, but yeah, depression is very complicated. That's a whole nother story. But I know what would make me feel better. And that is getting out of bed, going to my kitchen, making myself coffee, go to my living room, grab a book. And today I went outside of my balcony and I read a good book. I've, I'm reading, well, I actually reading this for the third time because it's so good. Have you ever heard of The Slight Edge? The Slight Edge, no. Oh, so good. I recommend it. Highly, highly encourage yes. it. And and pretty much it's turning simple disciplines into massive success and happiness. I feel like you would really enjoy it. Wow, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta read that. And it's it's honestly like, so everything, I, I expect that I'm reading it for the third time. It's like, I've had this book since I think maybe like 2018, 2019. And I swore I read it like once a year. And it's because I just feel like it's just something has to remind myself. You know what I mean? And I feel like reading books is such a good medicine. I'm going to, I truly believe like it's personal development. Everything that you're saying is, I am not, of course, going to say it cures mental illness. It definitely does not. That's an angry thing for me to say, but it definitely aids it, if that makes sense. It definitely is good support and it aids because mental health and mental illness is very complex and it involves not just one thing that helps somebody but multiple things and that's what I've learned over the years is that I need a mix of little different things to keep me you know afloat um but but yeah that, that's my take on that I also recommend uh why not reading trust life and that's pretty much like affirmations and, and such yeah that sounds really good <laughs> Yes. No, thank you for sharing that. And for everyone who's listening, like that's just you're just you're empowering yourself and everyone else when it's like, hey, look, this is what I'm going through, but I'm not going to let it define me and I'm not going to let it define me. And um, I, I love those little hacks. Those are happiness hacks in yourself, like, you know, reading a book, drinking coffee and definitely too, like when I've been down before and you talked a little bit about it, I think affirmation is so powerful. Like mm-hmm. I said, back before like in high school, I had a lot going for me and I never really suffered from like mental, low mental health. And I remember thinking, I'm like, I never, I didn't, I never faced anxiety or depression before. And I remember I'd hear stuff like students talk about that. I'm like, what? Like, like it was a foreign language to me. Mm-hmm. And um, then, like I said, like once you go through it, you know, just have empathy and be kind because you never know what's going on. And someone said, and like I said, there's no off button. Mm-hmm. And to find those kind of little happiness hacks, it's it's really important, like you're saying, self-awareness, knowing where you're weak and how to build yourself up. And like this summer, I was I was kind of down on myself. And what I was doing, I had to pick myself up. And it was through affirmations, writing down like I am happy. I choose happiness. I, I will have a great day today. I will impact others. I will I will put smiles on other people's faces. So I really think affirmations important. 
but also to um, my kind of remedy on mental health and and to help any mental mental illnesses. Right? There's there four there's four components. So there's the health component, there's the emotional component, there's the mental component, and there's the spiritual component. Mm-hmm. Now, I think to combat like depression, first off, I, this is one thing. Depression is when you're rehearsing the past. Anxiety is when you're rehearsing the future. So just kind of know that. And like yesterday yeah. was history, tomorrow's a mystery, today's a gift. That's why mm-hmm. they call it the present. And so for me, a big component is health. Just do some sort of exercise, you know, go to the gym three times a week. You don't have to be a bodybuilder. You don't have to be so fit and perfect, but just get the blood flowing, break a sweat because the chemicals in our brain, the three main chemicals people should be familiar with is dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins. So Mm -hmm. dopamine is the happiness feeling. Now, when you exercise, you build up more dopamine receptors. Mm -hmm. So you, so you allow the more, uh, you will allow more flow of happiness into your mind, into your body. Serotonin is the feeling of comfort. So once again, once you exercise, you build up more serotonin receptors. So you just naturally feel more comfortable in your skin and you feel more confident. Mm -hmm. Then um, endorphins are like the stress hormone. So when you exercise, when you run, when you do those physical activities, you release those endorphins and you release stress. Now um, there's the mental component and this is your relationship with your mind. And it's so important to meditate. And when you meditate, just collect your thoughts, right? Leave your, put your phone down, sit down in a chair, just get a good steady flow of breathing and just observe your thoughts. And I diagnose the relationship with your thoughts. There's the emotional component. This is broken up into friends, family, and romance, your relationship with friends, family, and romance. And then the spiritual component is your relationship with the higher power, with God, with divine, whatever you want to call. So once mm-hmm. you work towards just having more balance in those four areas of life, you will significantly find an increase of happiness into your life. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, completely. I'm completely on board. And honestly, we have like the same mindset on that. Yes. And no, we really do. And also another thing too, that I'm a huge person on um, is what you eat. Yes. What you eat today. I actually had a rant on Snapchat today. So typically I like to focus on like eating organic foods and, you know, I rather like people choose where they want to like spend their money and I prefer to invest my money in health. So for example, like if you get like today, I put spot $5 bread because honest, honest, honestly, like it has less chemicals in it and such. It's kind of crazy, but that's just how this America is set up. But anyway, so usually I'll go to Trader Joe's or I'll go to like Amazon prime where they have like the fresh and it's like healthier food and whatever. But today um i had to go somewhere a little closer and so i went to my win my nearest win dixie and have you ever heard of win dixie by any chance no we don't have any wing dixies over by me yeah i never heard about it when i lived in jersey and then i moved here and i was like okay so i went to win dixie and i haven't shopped there in years and i forgot why i know why now so the reason is because so they get a lot of good deals a whole buy one get one you know affordable budget whatever but that was all on this heavily processed food. Like, just like the pastries that who knows when it was made, if it was even made in a machine or just whatever. Just like stuff that is just not good for you. But then I was going around. I just had to get a couple of things. But when I was trying to find something like a quick dinner tonight, I was, I was like, okay. So like, having a pizza once in a while is going to kill me. So I was looking at the 
Because I know certain pizzas, frozen pizzas, have like even worse chemicals than others when they have more natural ingredients. So there was this cauliflower pizza margarita, and it was like nine dollars. But they have this, and but they have cauliflower pizza at Trader Joe's, and it was five dollars. So I was kind of disappointed in this particular grocery store because they purposely make these organic healthy foods like so expensive and make like the processed foods so cheap and it's just like honestly I'm in this grocery store like that's like pure evil because I just feel like when you because a lot of people don't buy healthy food because it's expensive but I it's just so that just like annoys me like that's like the whole thing with food but I just feel like I used to have like like a lot of health problems like in like college and like high school whatever but then ever since I've had a lot of health problems and had my fair share of ER visits I was like I need to just like just do better you know what I mean and so I I truly honestly believe that what you eat has an enormous amount on not just your physical health but your mental health do you agree on that 100% like I couldn't agree even I couldn't agree more now your food is your medicine your food is your exactly exactly and and so really that's another like one of the easiest things to bring about better health and better bring about better happiness is really pay attention to what you put into your body and so I, i couldn't agree more and i look at the same way i look at food as an investment i have no problem paying ten dollars for some uh, for a healthier option rather than five dollars because you know like i like you said it's an investment and don't get me wrong, I love fast food. I love fast <laughs> food. I love McDonald's and all that stuff, but I've really had to cut back. Yeah. I look at processed foods. You're talking, you're like, you're so spot on. Like, processed foods are so bad for us. And I think of it like, you know, when you were a kid and you think, like, picture the plastic, like, little hamburgers and the plastic little french fries. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, if that was boiled down, into a liquid, I I imagine that is in my stomach and my intestines whenever I eat Ugh. all those, those processed foods. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, like it's that's so true. Um, so eating well, your food is your medicine, and also to sleep, I would add sleep. Getting eight hours of sleep, you know, Jeff mm-hmm. Bezos, the world's richest man, hasn't released a lot of his secrets to his wealth and, and his success. But one thing he talks about is the importance of getting like eight hours of sleep every night. So drink a lot of water sleep eight hours and eat well and you'll also see a significant boost in your happiness yeah no definitely 100 percent. and i honestly invest so much in in wellness and such because if you're not like healthy physically or mentally then everything else in your life just falls apart as it is absolutely and another thing too with the fast food like i think it's totally fine like you know, having fast food once in a while, like that's completely like in moderation. I, for me, I actually would personally don't like McDonald's. <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> I honestly, I mean, as a kid, I liked McDonald's, but like, I don't know. I think that it the food makes me feel so disgusting after. Mm-hmm. And I just like know that McDonald's is barely like food in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that there's not really much nutritional value. It's kind of just like more just to, spark like i guess what is it that makes you like it's a dopamine i guess spark some dopamine and then it just goes down again like yeah. it just basically makes you feel good and then it makes you feel like shit yeah absolutely <laughs> but it doesn't really help you and then when i was in doing i was very like a gym rat a couple of years ago and i'm trying to get back into it 
I've learned that literally it's not your 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 body is not craving food. Your body is craving nutrition. So when you focus more on increasing your nutritional value, you're more likely to be less hungry. So if you're eating McDonald's that has like barely any nutritional value, you're going to be hungry in like a couple of hours. So then you're going to get more McDonald's and then that's the whole, you know, effect. And so that's what I've learned is that really just like feeding yourself nutrition is just everything. And I think some people also stay away from like healthy food because, you know, some people don't think it tastes good, but then people should go on TikTok and look up all these like cool recipes because there are like amazing, yummy food. Um, like for example, like, I mean, I love acai bowls and that stuff's usually really expensive. It's like 13, $15. Acai bowls. So- oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> they're good, yeah. but they're so expensive. That I know, but they're, yeah, they were delicious. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, to wrap up here, um, I always ask like just kind of one last piece of advice that you would like to provide to my audience before we close it out. So what I want to leave everyone with is the one quote that really just kind of changed my life is for what profits a man to gain the world but lose his own soul right you can have all the money in the world but if you don't have health you can't enjoy it you can have all all the friends in the world you can be the most popular person but if you can't get out of bed you can't enjoy it so really like any everything you do ask yourself because a lot of society is structured for us to give a large portion of our happiness of our health of our youth for Mm -hmm. money for a job so really Mm -hmm. just kind of you know as you go about your day ask yourself for what profits a man or a woman to gain the world but lose their own soul yeah 100 percent. i that's a really good piece of advice i never heard of that dude did was that a quote that you're sharing or did you make that quote it's from the bible (laughs) Oh, from the Bible. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. Uh, no, honestly, it's, it's true. I completely agree with you that we feel like we do give up a portion of like our happiness and such, but what nurtures our soul is what really matters. You know, like I'd rather be, we'd all rather be healthy in our soul than to have a million dollars. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You want to feel like a million dollars. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, it was absolute pleasure having you on here again. Thanks again for being on here. And for everyone who's listening, I'm going to put all of his social media information in the description. Make sure to go follow him on TikTok, on Instagram and support because he's doing good for the world and we need more people out there like him. And, you know, just honestly, just keep creating and doing amazing things because you are really are making an impact, Brandon. I really do appreciate that. Thank you so much, Justine. I appreciate you. I appreciate everyone who's tuned in. Mentally a badass. You are all mentally a badass. And just, <laughs> just keep moving. Stay strong because no one knows what tomorrow brings. Tomorrow, everything could change. And one last thing, one last, one last gem I'm going to drop is all it takes is one. All it mm-hmm. takes is one yes to reverse one million no's. You never know. It's that one person coming to your life that changes everything. So all it takes is one. Keep moving and stay strong. Awesome. Thank you. And for my audience, just stay tuned. I'm always going to put what's on next episode. But yeah, I hope you guys have a lovely day. Hey, y'all. So next week, we're going to be speaking with Andrea. She's going to talk about her past and how she was bullied as a child for being different. And then we're going to talk about her current day and how she turned all that into having her business called Play, which is playing life according to you. 
and to the personal accountability coach. Can't wait for you guys to hear it.